Okay, I need to uh, set up just a little bit here. Uh, we, we've got um, <clears throat> a couple of boards. These are actually the same boards, but uh, just slightly different here at the beginning. This is, um, <clears throat> this is life. This is my life board, uh, to be specific. Uh, the other one is very similar, if not the same, uh, but uh, the words uh, around my life are going to be a little bit different. And I'll explain that momentarily. We're going to do something uh, far different with this board in just a couple of minutes. Uh, just ignore that. Uh, okay, you can ignore that. We're going to just focus over here. Um, uh, so this is my life board, and, and around my uh, life, I've got a, a lot of different things uh, that happen or, or in my life, right? So, so we've got stuff, and we've got people, and we've got emotions, and we've got things on the schedule. So um, just to kind of illustrate how life works, I'm going to just continue to add things um, onto my life, because this is kind of what we do, right? We start with just a little bit. I mean, you know, as babies, like, okay, we've got mom, dad, a blankie, maybe a pacifier, right? And then as we go through life, we just add more and more stuff. We add more and more people. We add more and more uh, things on the schedule. So um, you might be able to see some of these items. You're free to come up later. This is all stuff that's particular to me. And I would invite you to just be thinking about what this looks like for you. Right, the people, the things on your schedule, um, the different emotions that you have. So, um, uh, Carly, you're right here on top. I'm going to just start adding people and things to my, my life. We've got Carly. We've got Noah. We've got uh, church events, which I think was on here already, but we're going to keep adding it. We've got Brittany. You made the cut. Congratulations. Uh, we've got ants. Um, as in, not like, you know, the bug ants, but like, you know, aunts and uncles kind of thing. We've got my house, we've got cousins, we've got TV, right? Uh, we've got, uh, this was supposed to say money focus, but I left out the word money. This is the word trampoline, because we have a trampoline in my house, and that's super fun. This is my son, Zeke. Oh, this is my dad, this is my mom, this is Adrian, she made the cut too, that's so good. Yeah, this is anger, uh, this is a BOD meeting, which is B-O-D meeting, uh, this is a car, this is peace, uh, this is Simon, this is love, oh boy, this is lust, this is food, this is my phone. Oh, uh, this is PAC meeting, which is our pastoral advisory committee. This is pride. This is goodness. This is jealousy. Oh, that's it. Um, so uh, anybody connect with some of those? Um, or is that just me like transparently bearing my soul? <laughs> Right, so so this uh, just trying to give a snapshot of what life looks like, um, and and really how life works, where we keep adding more and more and more stuff. And to be clear, we could even break some of this down. We could talk about a house and all the different things and projects that come with the house. We could talk about a car and all the different moments of maintenance and things that come with a car. Uh, we could talk about uh, the, the different people and the different demands that each person has. Uh, life includes a lot of stuff. And what ends up happening is uh, we, we tend to uh, then take a step back and we feel overwhelmed. Yeah? 
We just hit these moments where all of a sudden we've been adding and adding and adding, and we start to feel overwhelmed with how much we've added into life. We start to feel overcome by all the different responsibilities. Uh, we start to feel um, anxious about all the different demands that are on our plate. And, and, and so what we do then is uh, when we feel that, we, we sort of say, oh, I need to take some stuff out, right? We have this natural sense, this organic sense within us that, that we need to prune things, that we need to cut things off, cut things back, that we need to take some stuff off of our life board um, so that, right, so that uh, we can have some inactivity. <laughs> we need some margin in life, and, and we recognize that we need some me time, some downtime, right? And so we, we, we know that that's true, and so we, we end up taking some stuff off. Or uh, we just want life to be simpler. Uh, life is too complex. There's too many things going on. There's too much to be considering. And so we really desire simplicity, and so we start taking stuff off. And here's how we typically do it, right? Here's how we typically do it. Um, let's see here. Uh, I didn't really like how Brittany talked to me earlier, so she's off. Uh, BOD meetings, where are those? Those have been stressful, so we're just going to take those off. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, trampoline, air quality's been bad. We're going to take that off. Um, oh, boy, I don't know. Uh, out connections, that's been really hard. We're going to take that. See what we do? We just kind of randomly start pulling stuff off that we don't really like. We start cutting off, pulling off cutting out the things that we don't enjoy doing. Um, and, uh, and, and, and that's okay, but, but I just want you to see this. There, there might be a different approach <laughs> to life, at least according to John 15, at least according to the picture that we get in John chapter 15 and that Jesus gives us of what pruning kind of means and looks like. So, so I want you to keep this in mind. Uh, by the way, uh, just want to throw this out there. Um, uh, Jesus is somewhere on this board, but maybe not so easy to spot. Um, and that's kind of another thing that happens, right? The more and more stuff that we add to life, um, the more difficult it is for other people to see Jesus in us. Uh, sometimes maybe the more difficult it is for us to see Jesus in ourselves. And so um, he's on here, uh, but it might be difficult uh, to see. So, so I want to dive into John chapter 15, and, and we're not going to be going verse by verse. I want to just kind of review it quickly, right? John 15 is, is picture language, uh, picture language where Jesus is trying to demonstrate for us the desired and commanded rhythm that God has established for us right? Uh, picture language for the desired and commanded rhythm that God has established for us. So, so we get Jesus saying abide, right? Abide, 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 abide. It's like eight or nine different times in John chapter 15 that we see it. It's over and over again. And, and that's, the, that's the rest portion, the rest ingredient um, to, to the rhythm of life that God desires and commands for us, right? The rest portion. And, and then we, we see Jesus talking about bearing fruit, right? And, and, and that's important. We're going to talk more about that as we walk through this morning. Uh, bearing fruit, that's the work portion, right? Uh, where, where God gives us work to engage. He wants us to produce do something. He wants us uh, to actually do stuff. And then here in John 15, um, he adds in this, this pruning piece. <laughs> he adds in this pruning piece. Um, and, and, uh, and so somehow or another, Jesus views that as part of the rhythm of life that God desires and commands for us. 
this pruning thing. So, so we want to talk for a couple of minutes about the what and the why of pruning. Um, the, the what and the why, um, a, a definition, if you will, of pruning, right, is to cut back or cut off. And, and maybe you don't have a, a, a vine, but if you have any kind of, I don't know, shrubbery in your house, any kind of plant, then, then, then you probably are familiar with the pruning process. You, you typically are going to just, you're going to cut off branches that, that may or may not be healthy branches. Um, you, you, you prune that back um, at, at way, way back, usually to the, uh, to, to the, to the stump. In, in a vine, right, you, you would cut off the branches almost all the way back to the vine. Um, so, so one definition is to cut back or to cut off uh, certain branches. Uh, another part of the definition, it's the same root word, is actually to cleanse. So when you see that word to prune, uh, it's actually the same root word as the, the, the word cleanse, to clean something. So um, you might clean up a bush, you might clean up a tree, you might clean a vineyard. You might clean your room, <laughs> you might clean your life to prune something. Um, that's the what, right? The definition, the why is, uh, is simply to bear fruit. Uh, there's no other why given here except to bear fruit. That is the desire um, that, that Jesus has for us, that the Father has for us, that, that he would prune us so that we could bear fruit. Now, a little bit more uh, in terms of this pruning thing, uh, you know, this is a little bit outside of John 15, but we know quite a bit scientifically now about, you know, the what and the why of pruning and, uh, and even the, the different seasons and what it should look like. If you go online and you Google this, you're going to get all kinds of information, right, about pruning your vineyard. So you can uh, get a grapevine and start growing your own grapes because there's a lot of information out there uh, for how to do it. Scientifically, we know um, that, that you want to prune a lot, <laughs> which is to say a lot more than you probably think you should. Almost every article that I read said um, homeowners are not going to prune enough. They're, they're going to prune too little. And, and so scientifically, we just know um, that, that they would typically leave just two or three branches coming off of the vine, and they would let that be all that's left in the winter pruning. So scientifically, we know that, that we prune a lot, and you prune it way, way back to the vine. Uh, we know that doing that creates a deeper and more spread out root system, um, uh, which allows uh, a lot more nutrients to be grabbed, right, by those roots from the dirt. And, uh, and we know that, uh, that that then creates stronger, thicker branches. If you look at a, at a vine that has never been pruned, um, the branches are actually going to be pretty scrawny, pretty thin. Um, and, and the more that it has been pruned, you're actually going to get stronger, better branches, uh, which means that it's going to be able to hold heavier um, clusters, heavier grapes in the long run. So in other words, scientifically, we know that you prune so that you can uh, have better, bigger juicier grapes. Now, practically, <laughs> uh, practically, I've really had to wrestle with what this looks like. Uh, what, what does it look like to, to, to be pruned? Uh, as me, as, as an individual, Jesus is talking about a father who, who prunes me. And, and so what does that actually look like for me 
as an individual. And, and I've really kind of just landed in two places. Again, this is outside of John 15. I'm just speaking from my own experience here in, in my own life and relationship with Jesus. Um, for, for me, it looks like, uh, on the one hand, um, God holding up the fruit that he desires for me to bear. Uh, for instance, uh, just this past week in my own devotional life, um, I, I sensed that Jesus was, was holding up for me, hey, trust in what he is able to give me. Stop trying to arrange for the things that I desire. That was just a word that I, I, I felt God placing on my heart out of my own Bible reading. Trust in what he's able to give me. Stop trying to arrange for the things that I desire. Another thing that, another fruit that God put on my heart and mind this past week was commitment. Commitment to him above everything. Um, that's sometimes a struggle for me, as I'm sure it is for some of us in the room and, and those of us engaging on Zoom and Facebook, a commitment to him above everything else. And, and, and he was gracious in revealing that because he was also speaking about his commitment to me. Um, I, I was asking him, hey, will you strengthen my commitment to you? And, and I heard the, the gracious word of Jesus saying, hey, I am fully committed to you. Now, that's a gracious word. And so that was really encouraging to my heart, but, but he was holding up that fruit of commitment. Um, another fruit that he was holding up this week was protection. Um, uh, protecting the right things in the right way. <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, um, I, uh, as an individual, sometimes we as a church, uh, we protect the wrong things in the wrong way. And so I was just really sensing a, a desire to, to protect the right things in the right way, protect things that are God-pleasing, protect things that are deeply close to the heart of God, and to protect those things in the right way, which uh, for me at least means I'm going to be on my knees and I'm going to be asking Jesus to take care of those things and protect them uh, through me and in me and around me. So, so those are three kind of fruits that I sensed in my own personal devotion life, just opening up scripture in the morning, um, uh, Jesus raising up saying, hey, here's the fruit that I want you to bear. And what that did for me what was it sort of allowed my heart and my mind to stay focused on just those things on those days. Instead of all the other busyness things of life, instead of all the other things that I've added into life over time, it allowed me to sort of say, um, I'm going to just lift up this one thing today, over a couple of days, that, that Jesus seems to want me to bear, uh, the fruit that he wants me to bear. Um, another way, right, so, so one way, practically speaking, what does it look like to be pruned? Uh, one way is, is just to, to be in God's word, be listening to the voice of Jesus uh, in my daily devotions or on a monthly hike. Another way is just through trials and suffering. And this is where it's kind of the uh, necessary but not necessarily enjoyable piece, right? I mean, we just sort of have this natural tendency, right, to, um, to, to be in a trial or, or to go through suffering. And then we take a step back, and, and what do we do? We, we look at our, at our life board, and, and we sort of say, well, gee, what, what, what don't I want on there anymore? What, what's not good on my life board? What, what will life look like after this trial or this suffering? I mean, uh, just can you give me a show of hands? How many of you have done that over the last six months, seven months? 
Uh, I mean, this is kind of what we do, right? This has been a, 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 a last six or seven months that's full of trials and full of suffering. And it just sort of, you know, this natural organic thing within us that says, I need to look at my life <laughs> and, and, and recognize that some stuff is, has got to go. Uh, some stuff isn't needed anymore. And, and I believe and I trust that that's God working in my life saying, hey, Let's just kind of look at this together. Pruning. Uh, okay, so so I put two boards up here, and, and, and I just want you to see this, right? Um, because uh, there's a, a couple of key differences, a couple of key differences between um, what I did earlier with my life and feeling overwhelmed and feeling anxious and then uh, going through my own pruning and, and what we see in John chapter 15. So, so one key difference is the purpose of pruning. Uh, over here, right, I felt overwhelmed and I wanted some inactivity, I wanted some downtime, I wanted some me time. And so what I did was I just sort of started looking and saying, um, politics is stressful and I don't have, oh my goodness, I'm pulling off a bunch. I don't have time for that, right? And so we, we just kind of look and we take off the stuff that we don't enjoy, the stuff that we don't want. Over here, the purpose is much different. In John 15, the purpose is not necessarily inactivity. It's not necessarily simplicity. Over here, the purpose of God pruning you, right, is to, what, bear good fruit. To bear fruit. And, um, and, and the reason that bearing fruit is so massively important, right, as we're looking at John 15, um, th there's two things about bearing fruit that are so important. Number one, bearing fruit glorifies God. It glorifies God. Uh, to, to glorify God essentially means that, that you kind of take God and put him up on a pedestal for all people to see. That's like Pastor Dave's translation of that word. Um, in this case, right, glorifying God takes God, puts him up on a pedestal for all people to see. Which is much different than uh, maybe what we're doing over here, where we're uh, trying to maybe lift ourselves up and put ourselves on a pedestal, or we're trying to lift up our vacation time and put our vacation time on a pedestal. No, no, this is, this is lifting up God and putting God on a pedestal, right, to bear good fruit. Uh, the other reason that bearing fruit is so important in John 15 is that it actually proves that you're a disciple. Uh, he says in there, um, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples, right? Uh, that's what Jesus says. So, so uh, a way to, to, to know, right, that you are following Jesus and being changed by Jesus and on mission with Jesus is that you're bearing good fruit, good fruit for God, and that you're glorifying him through that good fruit. So, so one massive difference, right, uh, between pruning the way that we typically kind of organically do it and the way that Jesus is describing it in John 15 is the purpose. Uh, inactivity, simplicity versus, hey, I want you to bear good fruit. Uh, the second thing, uh, second key difference that, that is just massively important um, is the person that's doing the pruning. <laughs> the person that's doing the pruning over here, um, I'm in charge. Right? The way that we typically kind of go about this, I feel overwhelmed, I feel anxious, so I'm going to start pulling stuff off. I'm in charge, I'm in control of what I get to do or not do. I'm in charge, I'm in control of the emotions and attitudes that I have. I'm in charge of what I put on my schedule and not. 
But John 15, the opening verse says, my father is the vine dresser. Now, over here, we've got a, a God who is engaged, a God who cares, a God who cares for and takes care of the branches. Now, over here, the father's in charge. Now, over here, um, it, it's a Jesus who comes and sometimes cleans up the messes that we have. Over here, it's a Jesus who comes and says, hey, that, that part of life is a mess. Let's work on that together. Um, the person that does the pruning is massively important. Um, and, and, and for me, at least, it's massively important to remember um, that God is the pruner, not me, <laughs> uh, because God is so good. It's one of our four G's, right? We talk about the, the gospel as a God who is great and a God who is gracious and a God who is glorious and a God who is good. And so we, we know that God is good. We trust that God is good. And, and he comes and he, he prunes us in his goodness. Uh, it, 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 to me, is like so incredibly kind. <laughs> it's so incredibly kind of God to come and say, hey, look, I'm, I am going to remove some stuff from your life. I'm going to lower the amount of stuff. I'm going to make life simpler. I'm going to boil it down for you. It's so helpful for him to point out like, hey, anger and lust is inappropriate in your life and it's got to go. Um, it, it, it's so gracious and good of him to come and say, look, I, I want to help you bear better, juicier fruit for the world to enjoy. I don't want you to be a scrawny branch anymore. I want you to be a big, strong branch. That, that can bear good, juicy fruit for the entire world to enjoy. Um, the, the purpose and the person are, are so massively important to keep in mind when we're thinking about this pruning process. And, and, and really, I, I just want to um, kind of show you what, what I think Jesus is really after here. Um, and, and don't take this wrong. I'm going to pull a bunch of stuff off of this board, and I'm not trying to suggest to you that, that you should prune everything off. But what I do want to do is, is just kind of illustrate for you in a hopefully a clear way um, what the desire of Jesus is um, through all this pruning stuff. Give me just a minute here. I'm going to take off my phone and food and politics and less. I'm going to take off Simon and Spear. I'm going to take off my car and social media and anger and my mom, even though I love her, and jealousy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take off studying because I do a lot of that. Friends. Writing, uncles, Carly, Brittany, aunts, church, Noah, cousins, house, dad, trampoline, church events, TV, Kristen, Krista, alcohol, working out, devotions, Zeke, Sunday morning, Krista. Oh, lots of pruning going on here. Do you see Jesus now? Maybe you're too far away to see it. 
It's right here. Um, I think this is what Jesus is after. In his grace, in his goodness, in his kindness, he, he comes and he prunes so that we can see him much more clearly. And so that other, as other people look at our life, they can see him. And the other things that he's about, like love and peace and joy and kindness and patience and goodness. Uh, again, uh, the point is not to, to cut everything out and cut everything off. The, the point is to come back to the purpose of this pruning and to keep coming back to the person who knows you best and knows best what to cut and to let him do his work so that you can see him more clearly. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we, uh, we, we truly do thank you and praise you for, for who you are and all that you have done. Uh, you came and you, you, you lived life. Um, you experienced the complexity uh, you experience the overwhelmedness. <laughs> uh, you experience what it's like to feel overcome by life. And uh, you, you kept coming back to the Father, and you kept saying, what's next? And uh, um, you allowed yourself to suffer and to die and to arise again so that we might experience true life. Uh, so that we might be able to see what good fruit looks like. So that we can keep coming to you in trust, knowing that you love and that you are oh so good. And so we thank you. Um, we thank you for the work that you do. And we thank you for the work that you desire to do. And we thank you for the fruit that you desire to work in us for your glory in the world. In the name of Jesus, all God's people said, amen.